Hello everyone and welcome to Making Me. I'm your host Christine and I'm so glad you could join me today. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little behind so hopefully this episode comes out on time. I'm really hoping. I've just had like a lot of things on my mind. I've been really spending this whole month reflecting on what has happened this year and I'm trying to focus on the positives and make sure that I go into the new year feeling refreshed and feeling um, like I don't have any grudges or resentment towards people or, you know, just anything that's on my mind that would be negative. I don't want to bring that into the new year. So I've been spending a lot of time doing that. And I have been leaving other things kind of behind. So this was is one of them. I definitely have it and like think about it all the time but it's like the motivation to get up and like record sometimes or draw up a whole script for this like it's it, sometimes it's just not what I want to do um and I have to feel inspired in order to do it and I never want this to become a chore for me I want this to be enjoyable for me because that's why I started doing it so um yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Hopefully this releases on time. Um, yeah, so as I said, I've been taking this past month really to reflect on what has happened this past year. I feel like, um, as for a lot of you, it, it's been a difficult year. Um, Dating-wise, work-wise, friendship-wise, I feel like everything has gone... Uh, had it's had its ups and downs truly and I am trying to process all of it and sort it out so that I go into the new year not feeling a certain type of way um and it's difficult to do this I have been really like staying in bed a lot um I see my friends but Most of the time, I am just, like, holed up in my room, eating some ramen and thinking. I've just been, like, sitting in my room and, like, thinking about everything that's happened and also trying to find the positives and the good. Um, I've been in bed, binge-watching shows, relaxing, coloring in my coloring book, listening to new music, like... Anything I can do to, like, get myself into a peaceful state of mind in order to transition and fully be, like, on for 2023. I have binge-watched so many shows in the past two weeks, guys. I am starting to think it's becoming an issue because I have finished so many shows. (laughs) And I should go outside more, honestly. (laughs) that's what I'm like learning I cannot stop watching tv like it I am just looking for the next season the new the new series every single day on Netflix I'm I'm looking for something new and I came across this show called love never lies and I watched it and I was like I have to talk about this on the podcast (laughs) like I have to dedicate a whole episode to this because it is truly the most wild thing I have ever seen in my life. 
truly like the bachelorette the like love island series like those pale in comparison to this show with how crazy it is and so i would i binge watched the whole thing like sped through it and uh season two i still have to watch season one but i wanted to talk about season two of the show um there will be spoilers so if you actually care about like watching it and all that kind of stuff beforehand please do so and then come back and listen to this but if you do not mind I am going to talk about each couple and what just my thoughts on it because holy I have never been so confused in my life um but so entertained um (laughs) So we're going to talk about that today, and yeah, I'm really, really excited. So let's get started. So Love Never Lies Season 2, it's kind of like Temptation Island, if anyone has heard of that show. That's kind of like the English version. This is more like the Spanish version in my eyes. Um, Couples come on the show, there's trust issues, And so they're separated, they're tested. I hate the word tested. I, that's something like in Love Island too, where it's like, oh, we need to like test it and like make sure this is really it and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, why test something that's good? Anyways, side note. But yeah, so they're tested um, by singles or people that they've had a past with coming into the villa at separate times and seeing if they have a connection, seeing if anything happens physically. And um, essentially their partners in the other villa can see what's going on with them, but only part of it. They can, they have like a basic version and an extended premium version and that they can buy for a thousand euros off of the prize money. And, um... The prize money is set by how many truths they tell, really. And then it's deducted by how many uh, premium versions they want to buy, essentially. Um, And so they have the, the main aspects of this thing is the eye detect. and The famous eye detect. And so basically they have this machine that kind of like evaluates your pupils and like how your eyes react and shows if you're lying or not which they're like it's infallible and I'm like if that's the case then they would use that at every court hearing but that is not the case (laughs) but they are insistent this is infallible this this is so correct that if someone if it says that that person's lying they're fucking lying like there are no ifs, ands, or buts. And it's so funny because, like, the person will be asked a question. Um, it's evaluated. And if it's true, <laughs> this killed me. But if it's true, the eye turns green. And then a deep voice just says, Verdad, really, really loudly. And it is, it is top 10 TV for me, honestly, top, top 10 TV moments, um, is that green eye and then verdad 
It is so good. It is so good. And then if it's a lie, it turns red. Um, and so the couples come onto the beach. They're together. They spend the first day in the villa together, like learning all about the other couples, whatever. And then they are separated. They are separated. And one half of the couples goes to a different villa where they are not tempted or they're supposed to not be tempted. And this is like the viewing villa. This is where they see what their partner is doing. Um, They are the ones kind of spending the money. And for uh, every premium version, which is just like an extended version of the video of their partner um, that they want to buy or purchase that costs like a thousand euros as well. So that's kind of the whole situation there. And then in the other villa, the, the main villa, this is where singles and people from the, the people's past come and try to tempt them, try to test them, see if they think that they would be better off together and all that kind of stuff. And let me just say <laughs> that if you're in a relationship where you have to be tested like this and like your partner genuinely does not know if they will choose you or not, please don't go on. Please just break up. Please. <laughs> so bad. Like it's just so baffling to me that people will like put their relationships out there like for the whole general public to view and judge and whatever when they are like struggling so hard like go to couples therapy like don't or or break up like don't do this I mean thank you for doing this because it's bringing great like quality television to my to my screen but also don't do it like get some help um and so yeah they're tested whatever and then at the end the couples that are remaining um are it's kind of like decided who was the most truthful and then that couple wins the prize fund so now I want to go through each of the couples and kind of just like give you a little bit of you know, what happens with them, um, and everything like that. So, the first couple we're going to start off with is Maria and Javier, because they come in with a bang, let me tell you. So, they come in, Maria comes in alone. All of the other couples have come in together at this point, but Maria comes in alone, and the host, Monica, is like, why are you alone? What's happened? And she's like, I discovered, he told me that he cheated on me um, with a girl like two days ago, like right before the filming of the show, probably because he knew that it was going to come out and he like just wanted to start it off fresh. And like, if she didn't want to do the show, then like she had like a way out essentially. Um, I'm sure he kind of felt like he started to like not want to do it because he had a lot of lies, um, that 
he didn't want to be fully revealed on there. But, um, yeah, so he told her, I cheated with you with one girl. Um, and so they came in separately. They hadn't seen each other since that had, like, come to light. And Javier comes in and all the couples are like, wow, what a piece of shit. Like, and let me tell you, all of these couples, okay, have not been faithful either. So it's like, what are you judging? Yes, it's bad that he cheated. But like, you did too. Like, you cheated on your partner that you're here with anyways. So it was just, like, the the call is coming from inside the house, basically. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, stop judging, whatever. So Javier comes in. He's like, if you want to give this a shot, like, I'm willing to give this a shot. Um, And Marie's like, okay, but, like, one slip up and you're done, basically. And so... They go part. Maria is the first one to be tested. Um, And she has... The person that comes in for her is a guy named Eric. Now, Eric is three years younger than Maria, is like a close friend that she's always felt like a sexual tension towards, but, um, you know, hasn't done anything about it. Javier does not like Eric. Like, they, like, he does not like Maria hanging out with Eric, all that kind of stuff. And so the whole time that she's there, she is, like, really tested. She doesn't cheat as far as I can remember, but she, you know, kind of, like, insinuates that she's kind of over Javier, done with him, like, like, he's a piece of shit and, like, like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna break things off and start something else with, with you or one of the other singles in, in the villa. So halfway through the show, they switch, and Javier is now the one being tested, and this girl comes in, and she's a beautiful blonde. She's actually, like, she's, like, convinced at first that she only is interested in women, but she really takes a liking to Javier and they really build a connection. And um, Javier does end up like kissing her a lot. But he only does this after receiving a letter from Maria. Apparently, Maria sends a letter to producers when leaving the first villa to go watch him in the second. Basically saying... After this show is over, we are done. Um, Kind of insinuating that she's only on the show for, like, the money or the prize or whatever. And that rubbed me kind of the wrong way. That was the first time where I was kind of like, I'm actually not on Maria's side anymore. Like, she kind of put me off on that sense. Like, I stopped feeling bad for her. Um, And it wasn't because, like, I think she deserves to be cheated on, but it was, like, okay, well, she obviously, like, doesn't care. She's putting up a facade. Like, like, she seemed very fake in that moment. And so, you know, Javier's, like, very hurt, but he's, like, you know what? Like, this is what needed to happen. And so he continues to get to know this other girl um, until she leaves. 
And then Javier's like, okay, well, I'm going to meet up with Maria early because Maria's kind of having, you know, a whole panic. She sees, like, the photos of Javier or the videos of Javier kissing this girl and freaks out, like, completely loses her mind. Like, she screams and cries and just yells. And knowing that she wrote that letter, it seems so scripted and so fake of her that, like, you can't feel bad for her honestly like like there was just no empathy that I could feel in that moment and so they get to the beach earlier um kind of forfeiting their their place in the finals they can't compete for the prize anymore and basically Javier's like I mean I'm done like like you helped me realize like I don't want to settle down anymore granted Let me tell you, both of them are 21, okay? They're 21 years old. Most of the people on the show are between 21 or 20 and 25 years old. And they're like, this is my life partner, but they cheated once, so I need to test their loyalty. Like, guys, 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 let me let you in on a little secret. Your life is just beginning. You do not need to rush into anything right now. Oh, my God. So... Javier was explaining, like, I'm 21, I don't think I want to be settled down right now, like, I kind of want to just go out there, meet new people, and stuff like that, and what I did was awful by cheating on you, and I I truly, truly apologize for that, but I think that that was just me, like, the true me wanting something, and, and all that kind of stuff, which I... You know, I wish she never had cheated, obviously, but it's a good explanation. And she was basically like, no, you're not breaking up with me. Like, you said that you loved me. You said all of these things, um, kind of failing to realize that things can change and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the the host Monica is like, well, you sent him that letter, like, essentially ending things anyways like why are you so upset and she was like no that was just a test that was just a test um which is just like so annoying and again so fake so um they end up breaking up um for the better for sure and yeah I I hope both of them are doing okay, but Maria really needs to do some soul searching for sure. Next, we have Guillaume and Sarah. Um, so they were love at first sight. They seemed so strong at the beginning of this. They they both seemed like very fiery, independent people, but they seemed to work really well. Um and they honestly raised the least amount of red flags for me in the beginning. But holy does that change. Um, Guillaume feels like there's a lack of communication, um, that Sarah doesn't really show that much empathy. Um, but honestly, nothing that raised like alarms like the other couples did. Um, and so... They go in, Sarah is the first one tested, Gam watches, and Sarah goes crazy. She, (laughs) 
she not only flirts with one guy that comes in that's very, very cute that she had a connection with while dating Guillaume. Um, she, like, had a connection with Matt and wanted to explore things with. So not only does she explore things with him, like, makes out with him, all that kind of stuff, but she also flirts with another one of the single or another one of the contestants in a couple, um, Asier, which we'll talk about later. And, um, it, it, like, they have some sort of thing where they're flirting, they're sharing a bed, they're talking about, like, leaving together, like, all of these sorts of things, right? And Gam's just watching all of this and is like, what the hell? Like, this is messed up. Like, this is completely messed up. And then kind of part... The the reason why Sarah decides to do all of that is because she sees a video of Guillaume in the other villa. They had, like, people over for one night to kind of just, like, have a pool party, celebrate, whatever. And Guillaume met one other girl. Her, her name was also Sarah. And had her, like, share the bed. Now, I'm going to be honest. Guillaume gives me weird guy vibes. Like, he is a weirdo. Like, he says very... He's, like, trying to be sexy to these other women, but it's just, like, comes off like he's never... Oh, it... it the way that... I can't... Oh, it's just creepy how he talks to the other girls. Like, it's very, very creepy. Um, Which is so shocking because, like, he usually, like, when you see him, like, around other people and stuff in the daytime, he acts, like, super normal, is, like, a super caring guy, whatever, but it's just, like, in bed, he is a creepy weirdo, and so Sarah sees this video of him sharing a bed with another girl, kind of thinks, oh my god, like, he slept with her, um, and that's it, but Again, the video doesn't show everything, and he ended up not sleeping with that other Sarah. Um, And that girl leaves the next day. And so Sarah, who is in the couple with Guillaume, goes crazy and makes out with with all these people and, like, does, like, dances and and all that kind of stuff, whatever. Um, When they switch, Guillaume finds one girl that he's interested in and they hit it off right off the bat like they're enjoying their time together and Sarah sees this and is like I'm done she like (laughs) she like ran away at one point from the villa because she was like I have to see him all this crazy shit and finally like she's like no I want to pull us both out so The annoying thing, too, is, like, if you want to see your couple, you, like, before the finale, you automatically pull both of you guys out of the, uh, like, the prize at the end. Um, Like, your experience is done for the both of you, Um, which I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, but I guess, like, if one person in the couple isn't comfortable, then both of them should not be there anymore, so it makes sense. So they meet on the beach um, to discuss things and Sarah finds out that Guillaume did not cheat on her 
and Sarah was the one that was making out with other people and all that kind of stuff. So she tries to deflect as much as she can onto Guillaume, which is just like, I don't know, like he's a creepy weirdo, but he didn't deserve it, right? Because he didn't do anything. And uh, he's, she's like, well, it looked like this, so that's just as bad, which is like, come on, dude. Like, you actually made out with other people. Um, in the end, they decide to leave together, but again, they aren't in the finale, so they leave early. Um, and it looks like they did not stay together because Sarah has been posting a lot with another contestant's brother <laughs> so let's get to him lucia and antonio so they love each other a lot but they are um very insecure with one another let's just put that lightly um lucia feels like she could do better like you can just tell from the way that she acts, that she feels like she can do better. She tries to act like the height thing isn't a problem for her because Antonio is shorter than her. But you just, like, you get that feeling where you're like, no, like, you definitely, like, don't want to date this dude. Like, you're, you're like, oh, he's a nice guy. He worships the ground that I'm on and all that kind of stuff, but you're not attracted to the guy. And so when she starts out, she starts out being the first, she's the first one tested in that couple. Um, She um, kind of flirts with everyone, all that kind of stuff, like kind of is like really disrespectful to Antonio, like saying like, like really awful things about him without realizing, I guess, or remembering that Antonio would be watching all of it. Um, Because... Of course they're going to show her talking shit about him. Like, that gives that gives all of the drama, right? And so, oh, God, it's just, like, such a mess. And I feel like every time Antonio watches what Lucia does, like, he ends up, like, so upset and, like, so embarrassed because he's like, that's not the girl that I've been dating. Like, I'm so confused. Like, she said that, like, like, we would always stick up for each other. Like, what is this? Like, this is ridiculous. And he's basically like, I feel like I'm over this relationship. I, I feel like I'm done. Like, this this sucks. Um, Like, I should not be so caring and so loyal to this person who, like, truly disrespects me. Which I was like, fuck yeah, go Antonio. And then it switched. And then Antonio had one of his close girlfriends uh, come and visit. Apparently, they had hooked up before, which Lucia did not know um, and finds out uh, while on the show, <laughs> which is, that's bad. That's really bad. Um, but they haven't done anything since he and Lucia have gotten together, um, and he you know, really enjoys his time with this girl, like, is, like, this girl is amazing, and I'll be honest, like, she was very pretty, and they looked better together, I will be honest, like, she was short and petite like him, and they kind of caught each other's humor, like, better, and I don't know, it just, like, they seemed more comfortable than Antonio and Lucia did. Lucia, when he, when she sees all of this, is like, 
I'm done with him. Like, what an ass. Like, he is so unfaithful and untruthful and whatever. When, like, she had been saying some terrible things about him while the roles were, were reversed. So, and, and at the same time that this is happening, like, that Antonia's with this other girl, she is getting close to Asier like Sarah did. They are sharing a bed, they're like cuddling, they're being close, they're saying, oh, we're gonna leave together and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Like, huh? Like, you guys should be able to support each other, whatever, and be good friends, but that was a little much. (laughs) And at the finale, uh, Lucia's asked about this and she's like, no, like, I would never go... like with Asier like I would never leave Antonio for Asier she ends up being like oh yeah I still love him I still want to be together and Antonio's the same way which I was truly so annoyed when they said that they wanted to stay together I was furious because like y'all obviously have your issues, and I feel like Antonio can do a lot better. Um, Lucia is a gorgeous girl, don't get me wrong, but I think Antonio can do a lot better with someone who cares about him more and treats him with more respect than Lucia did. Um, they, they stay together, which is crazy, and they actually end up being the ones to win the prize fund, um, because they were the most truthful the whole time, um, even though some of the things that they said were very, very hurtful. And Antonio's brother, Alejandro, is the one that's now supposedly dating Sarah. I feel like we've talked about Asier a lot now, so let's, you know, let's get into his couple with Irene. Yeah, Asier and Irene. So they've been together for a while now. It's revealed that Irene helped Asier get through an eating disorder, just was really there for him. Um, But it seems like Asier just can't be truthful, and so that puts a hesitation onto their relationship. There's also been infidelity on both ends. Um, So they're just trying to, like, fix that by coming on the show. And they seem really solid as well, like, throughout the whole thing. They seem the most trusting in each other. But the other contestants kind of get the, like, the vibe that they're just, like, not that interested in each other anyways, and they just don't care. Um, There's a lot of, like, talks behind their backs about, like, why, why does it seem like he doesn't care that she's, like, flirting with someone else, or why does it not, why does it, like, seem like she doesn't care that he's, like, talking to other girls that are in these different couples whatever and like still seems to trust him um but I think they're like just solid like they know that their partner wouldn't do anything that crosses a boundary though Osier is very sus um we like watch them both get tested they don't like do anything that is re- like considered cheating they just like say some things that are a little bit off um and they end up staying together at the end 
that a problem that always arises is that Asier always lies on the eye detect. Um, and Irene's like, why? Why? Like, you're just, you, so you're, you're failing to add money and like, you're still lying. Like, it's just awful. Um, and so it doesn't seem like their issues are like changed, but they both seem like they, like at the end, they're like, wow, we got two different people out of this and like, we love each other even more and all this kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see if they're still together, to be quite honest. They did leave together, but nothing has been revealed on which couples have actually stayed together since filming. Um, so I'm interested to see where that turns out. The next couple is Miguel and Alejandro. So they are a gay couple. They're very, very strong. Um, but Alejandro believes Miguel wants to know everything he does. Um, so there's like a lot of trust issues there. But in Miguel's defense, Alejandro has cheated multiple times. And so I'm like, you know what? There's probably a reason that he's a little bit overbearing and protective and, and wants to know for sure that that's not going to happen again. And while Alejandro is the first one that's um, being tested, he you know, pushes some boundaries. He's very, again, disrespectful to Miguel. He does kiss another guy, I believe. Um, and he talks about, you know, wanting to leave and all that kind of stuff. Just very disrespectful. And it really, really hurts Miguel when he's watching this. And so when he goes into the other villa, he wants to explore things truly like he was like no I came in here to test Alejandro he failed in my eyes so now I'm going to have a good time and so there's one guy that comes in for uh Miguel and they hit it off right off the bat like they are thick as thieves um they just get along together so well they're both like hopeless romantics you can just see that they truly get along well together and I was really rooting that they would actually leave together and Alejandro would be left behind to be quite honest um but that was not the case they stayed together Miguel and Alejandro at the end they're like crying and they're like like there's just so many lies and betrayal from both sides and Alejandro's like I thought I proved like I I'm fine but then you disrespected me yeah, so they're, they're, you know, going through their lies, crying, and they decide still at the end to end up, like, stay together. And so they're another one of those couples where I'm like, are you still together? Because it just doesn't seem right. And I think, again, Miguel could do a lot better. I think Alejandro has good intentions, and I think he learned a lot from this um, experience. But I think it's, a l like, too little too late, you know? I don't see him completely changing his ways and I feel like Miguel really needs someone who has that same hopeless romantic feeling um, as well and is able to ground him and like reassure him and, and all those kind of things and we'll see. We'll see if they're still together. If Alejandro brings that reassurance then I think that they could be very strong and stay together but it's just unknown. It's unknown at this point. And the last couple that we have is Vicky and Imna. 
So Vicky and Imna are a lesbian couple. Um, they've been together for over a year. And they um, took, you know, a break after a couple of months and then came back together feeling like, no, like, th- this is the love of my life, whatever. Again, these people are 20 and 25, like, between 20 and 25. I'm like, y'all don't need to rush into anything. Y'all can chill just a little bit, but it's it's their lives, whatever. And so um, it does come out that Imna cheated on Vicky at least once. We don't know if there's more, um, but at least once. Um, Imna swears that it wasn't more than once, but the eye detect says differently. So there's a little bit of a little bit of a difference there. We don't know. Um, and that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the times Monica comes up and is like, well, it's you know, eye detect is infallible. It's infallible, guys. So I don't know. Imna, you kind of seem like a liar. And she's like swearing up and down. Vicky, I feel like is pretty respectful to Imna the whole time, like trust her, whatever. And is like, you know, if she feels like she wants to get back with her ex or if she feels like she wants to get together with a man, that's fine. I just need transparency and, um, and, and no lies, no lies. And, um, I feel like Vicky is also very respectful when it comes to the switch. Um, she doesn't, you know, test things out multiple times. Imna is, like, very, very mad at her, but I was like, for why? Like, like, Vicky said a couple of things, but, like, not nearly as bad as the other couples, and Imna kind of did the same thing. So I was like, why are you mad at someone for doing the same thing that you did? And Vicky was never mad um, at Imna. She was frustrated, but she never, like, attacked Imna for what she did because she knew that she did the exact same thing. And so they go through their eye detect results, whatever, they're happy with it, and they feel like that this, like, experience really helped mature both of them, that they're more sure in each other than ever, that even though, like, they're both interested in men and, you know, their exes are exes, like, that's not going to come between them anymore, which, (laughs) watching it, I'm kind of like, really? Like, I think you both, like, need to do some exploring a little bit still, but we'll see. Um, and it actually ends up with Imna proposing to Vicky. And Vicky says yes, and everyone is super thrilled. Everyone being, you know, Monica. And I remember we were just watching this and like having my head in my hands, like, what are y'all doing? I feel like that was the whole like thing about this whole show was just, what the hell are y'all doing? You come into this knowing that your partner has cheated at least once. And of course, there's no trust there. Of course, like once trust is broken, it's so hard to get back. And I doubt any of these couples went to couples therapy or else they would not have gone on a reality TV show, okay? They, They go on this show, they're so young and they're like, no, but this is the love of my life. Have they been dating for, like, eight years? No, it's been, like, a year for most of them. Like, I just don't see 
the worth in it. And I don't see any of these couples lasting, to be quite honest. Like, I think all of them need to give themselves some grace and some time apart. I know how nice it is to be in a couple. I know how nice it is to feel loved, to feel taken care of. But if you're having constant anxiety about things and if there's been a betrayal of trust that you can't get over, like with therapy or anything like that, like you need to end things. Like you can't just keep going along and being like, oh, things will get better. Things will get better. They just take it so lightly that it's it, it's wild to me. It's so wild. And it reminds me of when I was watching, oh my God, or was I listening to another podcast? And they were like, oh, well, everyone cheats. Who's everyone? Who is everyone? Because I don't. I know a lot of people who don't. And it shouldn't be normalized. Cheating should not be fucking normalized. If you are going to cheat on your partner, break up. You should not be in a relationship. Okay? You can be in an open relationship. Discuss that, please, before doing anything. God damn it. But, like, there are just so many options other than literally cheating on your partner. There are so many other options that it's just not necessary to hurt someone like that. Like... I can't tell you how broken I am because of the two times that I have discovered I've been cheated on. Like, crying in the middle of the night, like, wanting to throw up, like, having a panic attack, all of that kind of stuff. Like, I can't even imagine going back to those people. I can't. And I would never trust them again. Just would not be the case unless there was, like, intense therapy. (laughs) And definitely not going on a show to do it. But it is very interesting. It is. um, How everything kind of is taken nowadays. I I I just, I, I don't know. I don't know when we came back to cheating is so normal and normalizing it. When it shouldn't be. Um... Because again, you have so many other options than to cheat on someone. So that's that's my roundup of season two of Love Never Lies. Very chaotic from start to finish. My final thoughts, don't cheat. And if you do, don't go on a show to test your trust. Because, uh... <laughs> I just, I feel like that's just going to end up badly for everyone. I have this, this gut feeling that it's going to be bad. And um, I'm just trying to make sure everyone is okay. <laughs> um, also, couples therapy, a great option, a great tool. Even if your partner did not cheat, a great, great tool to use that I think everyone honestly should use. Um, yeah, that's going to be it for me. Um, I know this was kind of different. So if you enjoyed this, uh, podcast episode, please let me know. Um, if you want more of like tips, advice, stuff that's going on in my life, please let me know about that. Um, you can let me know on 
our Instagram, Making Me Podcast, or on the Discord server that you can find in the link tree. And that's, yeah, that's going to be it for me today. So I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Um, Take care of yourself. Take care of one another. And um, much love. Okay, see you next time. Bye.